Hello, how are you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 127 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thanks again for listening, for sharing it, and for all the um, almost to 9,000 downloads now. Uh, very exciting. I don't know. It's, it's kind of a year and a half. I'm at 9,000 downloads. So not exactly a stellar performance, but but what the hell? Uh, I have nothing else to do, so I may as well just keep going. But um, uh, th- this one I want to talk about the fair tax, because I know that this is one of those things that sort of people have been talking about, and it seems like most people don't know anything about it, and, and uh, the fair tax has been bouncing around Washington for a long time, but it's the idea of a, of a, of a national sales tax. And, of course, the Democrats are using it, are, are saying, you know, the Democrats are lying, just flat-out lying, because they lie about everything. And so they're saying that the Republicans want to add a 30% sales tax to everything you buy. Oh, my God, they're the worst. And, you know, like, the Democrats are all of a sudden against taxes. And all of a sudden, the Democrats think that you should keep more of your money. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, you know that's a lie, so... You know everything they say is a lie. So, look, the, first of all, the number is 23%. It would be a 23% national sales tax, and it would eliminate the, the income tax. So the IRS basically would be eliminated. And, you know, one of the big things about this is that it would eliminate all of the compliance costs that are involved with our current tax code. Because, the, look, let's face it. The, the tax code is ridiculously complicated, and Americans spend billions and billions of dollars every year, I think hundreds of billions of dollars every year, uh, basically complying with the tax code, hiring attorneys and accountants and record keeping, all the crap you have to do to comply with, your, with the tax code. Uh, all of that would be basically eliminated. It would be gone. Now, one of the re- this is one of the reasons it's never going to happen, of course, because there's a lot of money. You know, H&R Block would go completely out of business, right? All these people in that industry, which is a non-productive industry, right? So you know, all of this regulatory compliance, uh, the, the whole compliance industry is all totally unproductive. It's a diversion of our money. We, you know, we, I want to spend my money on, on real things. I don't want to spend my money paying some accountant to figure out what all these stupid rules are so that I have to, because because I've talked about this before about taxes. You know, we all pay taxes, but then we also all pay the compliance costs. So one of the ways, if we simplified the tax code, we would still pay the taxes, but we would eliminate the compliance costs. So we would have a lot more money. Everybody would have a lot more money left over. You know, we would all gain. I mean, the people who would not gain would be the the compliance people, the people who make the money uh, on, you know, the accountants and the lawyers and the the record keepers and the the bookkeepers, all those kinds of people uh, who should just go get real jobs where they have to actually make things like real things. So uh, but but so I I wanted but I wanted to also sort of separate the, the fair tax from the flat tax. Okay, it's different. The flat tax is a is a flat income tax that everybody would pay. 
it would it's another way that that you can simplify the tax code but uh you know it, it's that it, it's a it's a non it's not a progressive tax uh the flat tax doesn't punish you the more money you make which is what the democrats want to do the democrats are communists marxists they want to punish you the more money you make uh the harder you work they want to tax you more uh, you know the more productive you are they want to tax you more so they want to punish you for for success basically because they're they're communists and they they don't believe that anybody can succeed without oppressing someone else they think that everybody who is successful got that way by oppressing other people that's you know that's how marxists think but now it's also not a um, it's not a vat it's not a value-added tax which is what europe has a lot of countries have a vat is a is a tax that is added at every step of the production process so it's a, it's a it builds over time it builds basically from from the raw materials to the finished product you're getting taxed uh and so it, it's a huge tax you know machine and the the fair tax would only be a tax at the end stage of the production process basically the retail level so so it would not be as big a tax as the vats in in uh, europe and and it would it would basically it would be a, a, the big thing about this is that it, it is a tax on consumption instead of production and you know this goes back to adam smith and the wealth of nations you know the you, you are not richer when you consume you're you're not richer when you you don't get richer uh when you spend money you you get richer when you earn money when you go to work when you produce the wealth of a nation is the production of a nation and so but right now our economy is our tax code basically punishes production and doesn't punish consumption now i mean obviously i think that we shouldn't pu really punish anything but but a consumption tax is much better than a than a uh, income tax because an income tax you're you're getting paid on going to work you get up in the morning you go to work you earn money you produce things you're making stuff and you get taxed because of it and the more production you you the more productive you are the more taxes you have to pay so you're it's a di you're being disincentivized to produce whereas a consumption tax would disincentivize consumption it would disincentivize the spending of money and but I, and I want to but this is all connected you know it's all it's all connected and, and so some of the before I go into that some of the the criticisms of the fair tax are number one it's not it's not progressive so it doesn't punish rich people more than poor people uh, which is a key to the, the Marxists the Democrats they believe that rich people should be punished and taxed more than poor people but the, the the this the the mistake that they're making here is that first of all poor people would get a pre a prebate so you would get a certain amount of money basically like a basic income from the government that would be funded through this tax of course uh, 
up to the poverty level. So poor people wouldn't even, uh, they would not get a, they wouldn't get taxed. Basically, the, 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 tax, they, the, the tax wouldn't affect poor people. Now, some people say everybody would get this, this prebate. And some people say only poor people would get this prebate or, or the, the prebate would phase out the richer you got or whatever. But, but there's also in the, the, the fair tax is designed so that you can sort of adjust what kind of taxes you're paying by adjusting your consumption. For example, uh, the tax wouldn't apply to a used car as it would to a new car. So you could buy a used car and pay no tax, or you could buy, you know, but, but rich people, of course, are going to buy the new car. So, you know, rich people are still going to pay more taxes because rich people spend a lot more money. They spent, they consume, they buy more expensive houses, more expensive cars, furniture, clothes, jewelry, uh, you know, everything, every appliances, every single thing, clothes, everything that they that rich people buy is in general more expensive than the stuff that poor people buy. So they're going to pay a higher tax. And and poor people will have the option of not of, of not consuming as much and be able to uh, to reduce their taxes like by buying a, a used car or something like that. So there'll be it actually gives control to all people, everybody, about how much, how many tax, you know, how much tax you want to pay. So, so that's, but, I, but, and also old people, they're, they're, the Democrats are saying old people will get screwed because now old people will be paying a tax on everything. Well, keep in mind that right now, old people pay tax on social security income. So, that would all go away. There would be no tax on social security income because there's no income tax. So, you know, so this is, this is all, it basically, like I say, everything the Democrats say is a, is a lie, but, um, but I want to get into the Triffin dilemma and I want to get into how this whole, how this is all part of the plan. You know, we are, we, America has been designed to be a consumer economy a consumption economy. And uh, so they want us to consume because, because of the Triffin Dilemma, because the Triffin Dilemma is, is, a, is a thing, basically th- an idea that, that a Belgian economist named Triffin came up with, and I think it was the 60s, when the, the, so the United States is the issuer of the reserve currency of the world, the dollar. Is the is the world's reserve currency? Well, in order to to maintain the, the world's reserve currency, we need the world to have our dollars. So, in order to give, so we have to give the world our dollars. Now, in order to do that, we have to buy stuff from the world and send them our dollars. So, we need a trade deficit in order to flood the world with dollars and in order to maintain the, 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 um, the, the status of the world reserve currency. And what is the benefit of having the world's reserve currency? Well, it's because so that we can run deficits so that we can run our, we can spend more money than we actually have. We can print up our own money 
and we can send it overseas and and the the demand the people will demand it even though we're printing it up out of thin air people will still want it because they're using it amongst themselves as the reserve currency and and they can use that money to buy our debt so they can use the those dollars to buy our debt so you know this is all part of the scheme basically to to you know the 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 income tax this this idea that you know the are we even we measure I did an episode about this about how we measure the economy by GDP which is all spending it's all spending it's it's consumer spending government spending business spending so you know our whole country is sort of designed to be this consumption economy because that is what fuels that that is what makes our our ability to live beyond our means possible so without it so it basically it's a scam that we are we're we're essentially scamming the whole rest of the world uh by printing up this money this absolutely worthless money out of thin air and spreading it all over the world and you know and and if we so if we change from a consumption economy to a production economy that'll be good for us that'll be good for the people because we'll be producing more but it it won't be good for the government because the government wants to just spend spend all the money wants to spend 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 and uh, and just wants to print money and spend so and and so what have, you know what is this ha- what has happened because of the Triffin dilemma because of the trade deficits we've been we've hollowed out our manufacturing base right and this is what this is what uh Ross Perot was talking about and and it's really what what Donald Trump was talking about you know we've been sent you know Ross Perot talked about the giant sucking sound that all the all of our jobs are going to go to Mexico because of NAFTA and uh and he was right you know he was right because you know and but of course it was all sort of it was we were told oh it's all because of the free market oh it's free trade and the free market but no it's it's all basically it's all so the government can spend as much money as it wants and print 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 and spend 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 uh and and just to keep this whole sort of this whole scam alive and so th- this is why you know the 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 consum- this is why the fair tax is being attacked so viciously because the people in Washington don't want this the scam to end because uh obviously it's good for them it's good and you know this is what like people like Stacy Herbert I, I listened to the uh the, the Orange Pill podcast which is great with Max Kaiser and Stacy Herbert she's talked she talks about the the cantillionaires you know the cantillionaires the can cantillon uh effect where i've talked about this before about where when you print money the people who benefit the most from the printed money are the first people who get it they get the money and they get to spend the money before prices go up before inflation uh the printed money causes the inflation so they get the first crack at it so they make a fortune because if you so if you get the money the printed money first you are able to spend it first before prices go up so you're at an advantage so you know this is 
And this is what Washington is all about. It's a crony capitalist. The, the, the government of Washington is all crony capitalists and uh, and they want they want the, the newly printed money. And so they are the cantillionaires and uh, they don't want this scam to end. And that's all. So that's it's all it's all connected. You know, it's all connected. So the fair tax is actually a great idea. It would it would disincentivize consumption and incentivize production, which is the true wealth of a nation. You know, go back to Adam Smith and the wealth of nations. If if America is ever going to be a well an actually wealthy nation again. We need to consume less and produce more and save more. And the fair tax would be one of the is is one way to 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 get there, Uh, which is, of course, why it'll never happen. But (laughs) so. All right. That is it. That is episode 127. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I hope you you, you like this podcast. I hope you like this episode. Uh, You can share it. And you can message me, and I'm on social media. I'm all over the place. I'm Chris Farrow at uh, I'm at Chris Farrow on like all the social media except for Twitter. I'm Libertarian Rep Three on Twitter. So, all right, I will see you next time. All right, bye bye.